Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. Good morning. And welcome to another Music to My Beers. Hey, yeah, it's a, it's a good weekend. I am Zach Miller alongside Warren Cluck and a, yeah, it's Country kind of, Sunday. It's kind of bittersweet. I mean, on one hand, it's the first Music to My Beers of, a, of October, so oh yeah, winter is coming. Winter is coming, but we can enjoy all the uh, October fests now. And yeah. really drink them in season, I feel like. And I think we're going to tie this uh, the Oktoberfest season in with the theme and just make it Rocktoberfest. Yeah. There's a lot of beers we have to get excited for. And I'm, I'm grateful for today's show because that pushes our pumpkin spice show one week back at least. We're probably going to push it two weeks back because oh. we've got the guys from Michigan Festival of Beers coming in next week. Even so. better. The further yeah. we can delay it, maybe we can get through the entire season without having to do our pumpkin spiced show. Nah, I'm going to find it on Nitro. I'm going to bring it in and we're going to try it. Uh, we're just going to taste it. Zach hates me. We have a great <laughs> show lined up today. We're going to talk about all the beers that we're going to enjoy this Oktoberfest. We've got some great music on tap and uh, we should just get started right out the gate. And uh, we're by no means experts. I think you can call us beer enthusiasts. And Oktoberfest is obviously the annual celebration held in Munich, uh, Germany, 16, 18 days every year they celebrate. It's the world's largest beer fest, and we've seen pictures of it online. looks like a great time. I've never been, but it's one of those bucket list trips. Have you ever been? You haven't ever been, have you? No, I've never been to Europe, and it's always one of those things that I'm like, that looks like a lot of fun. I know that I I would enjoy it. I would enjoy the beer, of course, but uh, there's Hofbrauhauses houses around here that kind of... They give, give that, off that same flair. That Bavaria feel. And, yeah. uh, I mean, you can get kind of the same thing. You go to Frankenmuth. You go to uh, Milwaukee. There are all kinds of German beer halls everywhere. Chicago. Uh, but it celebrates, you know, our favorite thing. And it runs, uh, it says Oktoberfest, but it usually runs uh, October 2nd, 3rd. Somewhere in there is when it kind of wraps up. Okay. So yeah. uh, it starts like the 22nd, 20th of September. And, man, it looks like a good time. But it's, it, that sort of frames up a lot of things. It's going to frame up our B-movie later on. But it's such a distinct look. You yeah. know, the, uh, the the beer ladies. And the blue and the white. It's like it's, yeah. like a, it's a common theme. Have you ever done a Stein hoisting before? I have not. And I have Steins, too. Uh, I've never I've never done the Stein hoist, the, the contest, the, or anything. Have you? I have. I've done one. And I did it at Brothers here in town probably six, seven years ago. And how did you fare? <laughs> I did not fare well at all. I don't even think I made it a minute. And it's like you're you're holding out the leaders, and you have to hold out two leaders right in front of you. And oh. it has to be, like, you have to keep your arms straight, and there's no, like... No movement, really. And uh, it, see, when I was a kid, that was punishment. Hold your hands out, hold your arms out like that. <laughs> so to do that, and and those steins, man, I picked up one from uh, Revolution heavy. a while back. They're he- you could kill somebody with one of those. They're that heavy. Like you could bludgeon someone with one. Yeah. So to fill that with some beer, and it, it is fun around the house to fill one up every once in a while. But then you think, man, by the time I get through this, it's going to be warm at the end. Yeah, unless you chug it. You ever done that? No, I could just man up and chug it. You're okay. right, but uh, <laughs> we're kind of going to take the Oktoberfest theme and run with it, and uh, we're going to talk about some of the some of the more more Octobery fest beers, the Meritsons, the Fall beers, the Browns, and uh, some other things you can kind of your mind immediately goes to. Uh, this, I think, of all the beers, this is probably the variety that I'm weakest at. 
The the Meritsons? Well, like just any of these these fall beers that uh, that get you from the IPA season into the stouts, like that that bridging the gap thing is rough for me. Well, I know that for me, um, the the Meritsons are something that I, I typically enjoy because I'm a very traditional type person. Where when it's that time of year, I like to roll into you know I'll I'll drink a pumpkin spice beer, but I'll also try one of the the Meritsons. I picked up uh, Bell's Oktoberfest. I've also had the Sierra Nevada's Oktoberfest Polliners. Um, but the thing is, is that they all vary, so it's really Really hard to tell um, what kind of Meritzen it is. Some Meritzens are darker and they have kind of a reddish hue to them. Others are lighter, more crisp. They look like just your typical pilsner, um, but they they all have their own kind of character with it. I like the hop profile. Sometimes it's a says hop. Um, sometimes you can get the American style hops too, and and do that Northwest. Um, I'm not sure what Revolution, what kind of hop they put in, but their their Oktoberfest is one of my favorites. Uh, and you also like to kick off fall every year with a uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest. That's well, and that's one of the the ones that I look forward to every year because it's a it it has a Sam Adams character. I actually had one at Applebee's earlier this week. Whoa, <laughs> slow up, Apple. white girl. Hang on. <laughs> my uh, my wife and I we took the kids out because uh, you know we needed something to eat, and it was right after swim practice for them. So I pointed up to the bar and I saw that they've got the the seasonal on tap, and I was like, well. There it is. That's what I want. So I picked up, I got the Sam Adams one. Um, I also got that one in bottles just a couple of weeks ago when I was on vacation. Um, and I'm kind of on the road to finding more. I picked up uh, Bells. Bells is another really good Oktoberfest, and they have a boot to go along with it. Now that I didn't so, know. So I was up at the uh, at Kalamazoo a couple of years ago in the general store, and I saw that the boot was uh, available for purchase. It was like five bucks. And so now every year I put my beer in the boot during the month of October. Das Boot. I'm gonna have to check into that. Yeah, I I didn't know I didn't know you were a boot guy. I'm a boot guy. Uh, it's also there's a lot of different breweries that have and and some of them are not exactly some of them are independent but some of them aren't. But like Line of Kugels, I know does a uh, a fall or like an autumn sampler pack, and Sam Adams has one as well. And I think Revolution's got something similar. Uh, you can go out and get a whole lot of these different kind of beers. These sort of fall. In between, really, uh, like summer IPAs, and uh, if you're trying to wean yourself from the Trulies and the Claws as we get out of beach season. Uh, this is something great to slide into as we get into some of the the heavier stuff and some of the more pumpkin-y flavored beers that we're going to round out the month with. Um, if you had to say your absolute favorite. Of the Oktoberfest? Yeah. Um, that's hard, but I would probably go with Bell's Oktoberfest. That one just had a really nice, it, it, it was uh, malty up front, uh, but it had a nice crisp finish towards the end. And that's one of the reasons that I really like Fat Tire. Uh, from New Belgium because I feel like Fat Tire's Amber Ale can be drank all year long because it's got that nice crisp finish. So when we had the hotter days this past week, I was drinking an Oktoberfest and it it went down pretty smooth. It's pretty drink pretty it good. Drank pretty good. Uh, I've got to say, uh, Revolutions and uh, Sierra Nevada makes it pretty decent. And I know we're not you know we're not far into that super. Um, crafty independent thing with sierra nevada like it's 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 available everywhere but that's another reason i like it is because and we've talked about on the show before the older we get the further we get into this craft beer hobby the less willing we are to run out and go hunt things down and we'll talk (laughs) you know what we'll talk about it a little bit later on because uh tomorrow is a special day as far as hunting things down uh one of the things i do want to talk about and uh, only because this is the second to last day you can do this and uh you and i and, uh, and Ron, back in the day, chased this every year to no avail. I got the chance to go once because I had a friend who was successful, but uh, the Goose Island Proprietor's Day, the Prop Day 2019 at Goose Island over in Chicago. 
Yeah. Uh, there's a uh, every year we get excited because in November is the release. Uh, Black Friday is when uh, the Goose Island um, Bourbon County gets released and all of its variants. And then you run around like a chicken with your head cut off chasing them around. <laughs> but there are always a couple of variants that are only available at the brew pub and you need to win a ticket to get in. And this started the uh, first day of the week back on Monday and it ends tomorrow. If you haven't done it yet, you can go to gooseisland.com slash prop day. You can and, enter once a day. Right? Yep, so you can do it today and tomorrow if this is the first you're hearing of it. And then coming up on Wednesday, they're going to notify the winners. So you and I will know before we gather back here next Sunday if we're going to Prop Day this year or not. Uh, if you do win the lottery, you are uh, given the chance to buy two tickets, 30 bucks a pop, which gives you the chance to buy more beer <laughs> well, when you get there. But you get the opportunity to buy two bottles of proprietors and uh, one bottle of their uh, their other variant that's available, the Cafe Ola. What does it run? What, what's that? What's you it's, know a bottle it, cost? I'm trying to remember because I went uh, 2016, 17, I think 17, and it was it, they're very affordable, less than 30 bucks a pop. Oh yeah, okay. Here it is uh, in the FAQ. I just went to it. It says you get the two proprietors and the cafe de. How did you pronounce it? I went with Ola. Ola. Well, I'm gonna need to hear an employee pronounce it before I. Oh yeah. Ola. 75 bucks. So not bad. It's 25 bucks a beer, and um, that's actually a decent price for something as rare as prop is. Yeah, and I haven't. I don't have the variants on hand, but uh, the real fun thing about it is, man, they've got food trucks there. Some of the uh, some amazing Chicago food trucks. Ooh. Very excited about. But you also, with if you win your ticket, you get seven tokens that you can use for seven different tastings. So you can taste the prop and then take it home, and you've already got a couple of bottles, so you know what it tastes like. So maybe the urgency isn't there. Uh, and then you have uh, a chance to taste, you know, six other different variants while you're there. It's a great time. But I, I'm hoping we get tickets, man, because that will be yeah. something fun to talk about. We can maybe. I'll take a show on the road. I yeah, that would be sweet. I don't even know. Well, um, it, it's outside of the brewery, right? Yeah, it, it takes place between the brewery and the warehouse on Fulton Street. Okay, they shut that street down, and um, you you roll in, and then they take your ticket. They give you the tasting glass. You get your seven tokens, a tote bag, and then when your buying group, it's just like any other beer release. When your buying group is it's time, you go in, and it's. I think I talked about it after I came back the last time. It's one of the better run, tighter beer festivals I've been to, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that it's small numbers. We're not talking yeah. even, I mean, even a fraction of how big Dark Lord Day is at Three Floyds. This is probably a couple of thousand people. Oh, wow. Maybe, so, maybe three. Was it mostly Chicago ends, or were they from, like, all over the U.S.? Are people doing this, you know, and flying in? Ah, my buddy and I have a theory about this, <laughs> because, uh, you know, they do the round of tickets on on Wednesday. They'll notify the winners. You've got forty eight hours to buy your tickets, and if and all the ones that are unpurchased, uh, they put into like a second chance hopper. Uh, and we okay. always thought that the first round, like they look at the zip code or maybe there's some sort of filter. I that's not the way they say they do it. But I'm like, I knew like, dude, I knew like twenty five people that got in all seven days of the lottery last year, and nobody got an email. It just seems an email. It just seems weird. But I do have a, the, the year that I went, my friend won, and he was up in Kalamazoo. So okay. I mean, I know it, it does happen outside of the state. So I, plus, I think South Bend's close enough. They're like, eh, more or less Greater Chicago area. Uh, but if you haven't had a chance to enter yet, or you're just hearing about it now, go to GooseIsland.com/slash/PropDay, and um, it's just it's it's one of those fun, neat beer festivals. And you you know you don't get a chance to go every year, but it is. It is fun. It's going to be hella awkward if you know one of our friends wins and we don't get to go. Well, just... I'm currently entering my information right now, right. so I don't forget to do it on this Sunday. And we have today and tomorrow that you can still do it. Right? Yeah, then it's and, over. And, and then, then it's over. And then, and, then we... and then Wednesday, it's refresh your inbox, refresh your inbox, refresh your inbox. 
We have a lot of music in my beers to get to on this Rocktoberfest edition. We have to get to our pick six coming up a little bit later on. News and Notes closes out the show at the end of next hour. And we have to get to our annual review of an all-time beer movie classic. And now, a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with Music to My Beers, B-Movie. This is the point in the program in which we pair movies to beers in a rating system that we like to call the B-Movie. And every year around this time, we review the same movie because, dang it, it's awesome. <laughs> Actually, I, I'll be honest. There are I, I watch this movie probably four or five times out of the year. If I don't know what to watch on TV, I just pull this one up because it's always. I know that I'm always going to laugh. It's always going to make me want to drink, especially if I'm, if I'm with a group of guy friends. We're we're going to drink during this movie. Yeah, oh, you have to. The yeah. 2006 uh, Broken Lizard Comedy Troupe Classic Beer Fest. Yes. Uh, why don't you go first, okay. young Zach? All right. Milo? Um, now, if I could give this movie, like, as far as what I think it should rate, I would give it one. But um, our, our rating scale is one beer oh, if yes. it's fantastic and 12 beers if you're going to need to be blotto to enjoy it. However, we found out early on in the show that our, our scale has a flaw because some movies that are great, you still want to have a buzz on when you're watching. Oh, yeah. And quite the buzz. Yes. Especially if it makes you want to drink. Um so I like this movie from start to finish. I like how they uh, they got to get the recipe from Pawpaw, and they go over to Germany, and they take his ashes over there to the Oktoberfest, and how that, all those shenanigans, and then they run into the German team, who is super competitive, and, and the whole concept is hilarious. I think there's a, a local restaurant um, over in New Carlisle that does their own beer fest every single year. Yeah, Moser's. Moser's, yeah. yeah the Austrian place. So you've got to have a DD for and, that. And they have a boot. It, they have Das Boot? Yeah. Whoa. Yep. You gotta, then you know you gotta turn the boot, uh. um, which I learned from that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love all the characters. I love the Broken Lizard movies. I'm gonna give it one, because I obviously watch this movie way too much. I'm gonna give it one 12-pack of Bell's Oktoberfest. And I'm give, gonna give it a 12-pack, because during the movie, it's almost like a drinking game. You find yourself drinking with the characters in the movie. When they, you know, when they start chugging you feel like, okay, well, this is a good time to start chugging. So um, I would give it one 12-pack. What about you? Um, I'm going to give this... Um, first of all, this is a great movie. came out when I was 26. I was hanging out with my, my, my posse, my group of dudes. We were slamming beers. It was kind of our thing. And I love the Broken Lizard comedy guys. The, every movie they've put out, even going back to their very first one they did when they were all students at Colgate University, it's Puddle Cruiser. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's really funny, and it, it's odd the first time you watch it because you've seen Super Troopers so many times, but you watch these guys in different roles, and it, you could see their comedy style kind of developing. But uh, then they went from, from that to Super Troopers to Club Dread, which was kind of a... It was, Club I didn't do it for me. It was poorly received because it was a different type. Everybody wanted another Super Troopers, another yeah. Super Troopers. So they did Club Dread, and then came uh, Beer Fest. And this is when they sort of brought it all back around. You're like, all right, cool. This Now we're ready. These guys have come in. And they're all playing more or less the same <laughs> the same group of guys. Well, but, you hated Farva, though, in Super Troopers, but then in, in Beer Fest, well, and the way Landfill's they, cool. Yeah, the Landfill, then they turn him into his brother, Gil. You're like, that's <laughs> that's hilarious. I thought that was one of the funnier uh, things of the movie. But it's great. It gives you a ton of quotable lines. You know, if you have to ask, it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> and and it did. It, it, it made the, uh, the glass boot, drinking out of the glass boot, in vogue for everybody, and it has oh, yeah. been for the last uh, decade and a half. But I'm going to give this, uh, I'm going to give it three. 
But I'm going to give it full steins, so the two-pint oh, steins yeah. okay. of uh, Revolution's Oktoberfest. Nice. Because this movie makes you in the mood to drink German beer, yeah. to drink the heavy, heavy stuff. So uh, I'm going to go with that. And if you haven't seen it yet, well, one, you're not real American. <laughs> but uh, two, you should check it out because it's on cable damn near 24-7, especially around this time of year. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's your B movie for the week. We're gonna reach way know. back. On the I, I'm gonna be honest. This is gonna be a rough month for me because I uh, I didn't like I didn't sign a pledge or anything, but I sort of promised myself I wasn't gonna do sober October. Okay. But in an effort to uh, be the best version of myself I can be. I switched to vodka for the month of October. <laughs> I thought you were going to say White Claws. No, no. The PSL White Claw. Uh, you know, I've been trying to lose weight and trim up, and it's harder to be out and get active uh, in the winter and the fall months, so I'm, tr- I'm trying to cut calories any way I can. And I've laughed about it on the show, but I sat down and did the math, <coughs> and on an average, you know, Friday night, Saturday night, I could go through a 12-pack of Two-Hearted, you know, between oh, the yeah. two days, very quite easily. Mm-hmm. And I sat down and did the math, and that... That case of beer has roughly the the same calories as an entire fifth of vodka. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, wow. well, I thought to myself, and and the beers I typically gravitate toward are m- much more caloric than the two hearted. So I'm thinking, man, if I can save myself like three to five thousand calories a weekend, <laughs> just by not. So I thought, just for this month. So sitting here talking about some of these uh, these darker beers and, and 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 the more fall stuff, I'm thinking. Well, my day's pretty good right about now. So it's going to be a very, just so you know, Zach, a very difficult month of shows for me. Okay, so it's clean living in the uh, uh, well, clock Well, I mean, yeah, cleaner living. Clean, there we go. Yeah. Cleaner. It's a, I'm not the cleanest version of myself, and I don't think I ever will be. But Put the vodka and the green chicks. I can't wait to tell my doctor, like, hey, you know, you'll be happy to know that I switched from uh, full strength craft beer to vodka for a month. <laughs> And uh, I would like to see my results of my blood work now. I do feel like I lost a lot of weight this summer just by going hard Celsius. Yeah, okay, don't call them Celsius. <laughs> and uh, it's funny, one of the things that got me excited about the, the Bell's Lighthearted that's coming out early oh, next year is dude. that it's going to be the same great taste of Bell's without, you know, with half the calories. Yeah. And, and and half the alcohol, too. And this is also know? a discussion I did not think I'd be having at the age of 39 with another dude. Like, yo, cutting calories, Zach, it's, uh, it's a little important, but it's... Our forefathers didn't have to worry about this. They had the Bud Lights, the Miller Lights, and the Coors Lights. Yeah, and then, my, and then my plan is to uh, maybe perhaps better pick my poison in, like, November and December... Say, maybe I'll, you know, if I'm going to have a bunch of drinks, I'll have a couple whatever, vodka whatevers, but also pick out some craft beer and really put some time and money and say, I'm going to make this beer. I'm going to have a special, special one because it's the only one I'm going to have tonight. So one stout, one big stout. Yeah. So yeah. if you're, if you're, you know, viciously, if you're quick, furiously writing down my, uh, my health plan and you want to you take my notes, shoot me a DM. I'd gladly share my health secrets <laughs> with you. Are you drinking a lot of craft beer? Whoa. Switch to vodka for a while, buddy. I feel like this is all stuff that we could post maybe on our Facebook group. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I'll, I'll post my fitness progress. <laughs> Can't wait to tell my trainer. You can find us online and, and we'll, uh, we'll laugh with some posts there later on Facebook. You can just search Music to My Beers, and we'll pop up across every social media platform. Uh, we, well, somebody was asking about our group. That's the new thing that we're doing where we have a Facebook group where if you are if you want to join our, our Music to My Beers group, it's three questions. It's a closed group um, that you can be a part of. And actually, one of the questions is, what would you rate Beer Fest on a scale of 1 to 12? Um, so that kind of ties along in with the B-movie. But uh, we post memes on there. We post uh, hot deals or anything new that's coming. 
Somebody actually posted earlier this week that uh, due to an error by an unnamed grocery store chain, they were getting oh, yeah. six packs for a penny, so they bought all that they had. I would totally take advantage of that. Yeah. I, <laughs> Four uh, cents for uh, a yes. whole case. Part of me would feel bad that I'm cheating somebody down the line, but a much bigger part of me would be pleased at the deal I got. <laughs> all right. Uh, we are on Instagram. You can check out Music to My Beers, uh, Beer Shirt Thursday, every week there. We try to post that. This past week, we posted our drawers uh, of beer shirts. Yeah, I laughed. When the show first started, I said, Zach, I got one beer shirt, and now I have an entire drawer dedicated to it. <laughs> Just pick one out for yeah. every Thursday. Yep. Um, and then we're also on um, Twitter. Search MTM Beers. Facebook we covered, podcasted every uh, Monday after the show airs, sans the music, so you can get this whole show without the tunes and uh, just listen to the well, what we consider the good stuff. Right, <laughs> yeah. With all that freaking music cluttering so, everything up. Uh, you were telling me a minute ago that you had a chance to try something outrageous uh, recently, and I didn't know this was even a thing. I didn't know it was a thing until my buddy. I, I popped into Goshen on uh, Thursday of this past week and, and uh, saw my buddy there. And Your buddy got a name? Uh, my buddy is A.A. Ron. Okay. All um, right. And so he, he's like, dude, you got to try this. They, they had it on the, the list of the kegs that they were sending around. You know, Eric from Bare Hands um, sends out a list to all of the accounts to let them know, hey, what, this is what's available. And I know the guys in Bare Hands, uh, many of them went out to um, uh, Colorado. This past week, I saw that on uh, on Instagram. Gabf, yeah. So um, the the list went out. Aaron saw it on the list, and he's like, "That's what I'm going to put on tap." And it was a double Westie. Comes in at like a nine six. Now we're just coming off the heels of enjoying oh. double two hearted over the summer and marveling at how strong it was, but yeah. also how it took the taste and all it did was just turn everything to eleven. It enhances it. I mean, we also had the double tie. You know, we were at, yeah. when we were at double tie fest, and, um, and so how's the flavor on the double Westie? Because Westie's one of Bear Hands' better beers. It was amazing. I mean, they they really uh, it, it tasted exactly like Westie, but it they only it amped it up. There were all the hops that you love from that but just more alcohol and it was smooth it wasn't like it wasn't it didn't have that like harsh bite at the end it was just smooth all the way through and that's what i think i really like about drinking double ipas later on in the season because you've got you've got cooler nights something a little bit warmer it's smooth but it's also adds a little heat and uh, right. warmth from the alcohol and it was really good <laughs> it was delicious. I, uh, you know, it's terrible because still craving it. you find yourself drinking sessions throughout your evening or your weekend, or maybe you're you're getting up on a Sunday right now. And you're getting ready to get some uh, last minute, you know, yard chores taken care of this season. You tell yourself, "I have to drink sessions," but if you had the ability to, you would be drinking double IPAs because oh, totally. Well, you get that. Obviously, you get the, the nice the body buzz real quick. But uh, but man, they're getting so great. Like they're so great. Used to mm-hmm. it used to be a real hoppy double was it was just you know. Too out of bounds in every aspect. It was too balty at the end. It was too hoppy. Yeah, and just. Eh. But they. But the the brewers and, the, and some of the beers we've been able to try. Guys from Four Fifty North and Great Notion and like even the you everybody around they're they're getting it so dialed in where all you're getting is like a, just a very stronger version. Yeah. Of the uh, the single IPA version of it. 
And the other thing that you can do with these double IPAs is you can actually put them on the shelf as well. So you can take, like, let's say a double two-hearted, stick it on the shelf for a year, see what happens. Obviously, you're going to lose malt, or you're going to lose hop character. It's going to be more malty and malt forward. Um, but it almost turns it into a barley wine. And I saw just uh, this past week on Dogfish's Dogfish Head's Instagram, they posted a photo that they had taken three years ago, back in or two years ago, back in 2017, with their 120-minute IPA. Mm. Which, if you can find it, pick it up, because that one that, also ages really well. It does age very well, and it's uh, very, very strong. Yes, and they're not going to open it until 2020. So <laughs> they're just posting about it, just, hey, if you see it on the shelf, pick some up, and you can shelf it for three years. Um, now, it does change the, the profile drastically, so it's not like you're drinking an IPA anymore. But uh, back to your point of what was it? The, was it the Bell's Mars? I think that uh, that we yeah. that we aged part of their plant their Planet series. That uh, it was it was okay. You didn't. I don't think that necessarily served that beer well. Yeah. Uh, Hop, Hop Slam. Slam. Yeah. Looking forward is another one that ages well. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hang out to it for a year. But Mm-mm. if you want to stock up to have enough so that you can still drink it when it's off the shelves and out of season, then by all means, go ahead. Yeah. And and as you're uh, you know raking leaves and whatnot outside, it kind of. In this chillier season, one of those double IPAs that'll warm you right up is kind of nice. <laughs> More health tips from Zach and Cluck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely not going clean this month. No, no, and I'm uh, I'm supremely jealous of you. So uh, this could be the biggest mistake I've ever made in my life, Zach. No. Yeah, the first little uh, the first little pit stop on our second hour of our program. This is uh, once again music to my beers. I am Warren Cluck, joined by my pal Zach Miller, and every week we break down some craft beer chit chat. Not experts, again, enthusiasts. Yes, very enthusiast. You know, I'll hear other like beer podcasts and I'll think, man, that guy sounds like an expert. Then you find out that he's like, you know, one of the guys from Stone Brewing. And I think, of course, uh, we are not willing to do all that research and learning. We just like beer, like talking about it. And uh, every week we stop and say, well, what are we going to do here? Let's, let's tell everybody what we're drinking, what we can look forward to. And uh, that's what we call the pick six. And I'm going to go a little bit snobby on mine. Okay. The two beers that I'm uh, I'm most excited to drink when this whole like no craft beer October is over for me is I'm going to start clearing out some of my bourbon county. And I've got a 2014 bourbon car- uh, county stout barley wine. Oh, whoa. Yeah, and their barley wine is great, but also because it's so it's so heavy, it's such a, a complex uh, beer. It ages very, very well. And this is going to be the oldest one from them I've ever had. So I'm really excited to see what kind of flavors are going to be in store. I had one when they first came out. Mm-hmm. Because I was able to get two, and it says on the bottle to all these Bourbon County bottles, it says ages up to five years on the shelf. Well, this is year number five. Wow. So the 2014s at my house, everything must go. And I do have one bottle left of 2014, just regular uh, old Bourbon County stout that I'm excited to try. This was one of the first beers, and I know that we, you and I, we, we've talked about it year in and year out, and I'm sure that... You know, some of our um, perhaps craft nerdier friends are a little bit sick of it. But this was the first beer to me that we got that was barrel aged, that was meant to be saved, Mm -hmm. and that was a super big deal to get. And this is going on now, what, 2010, 11, 12, how old is this show now? Four years. But this was the the first one to us that we all got and made sure we aged and, you know, kind of rubbed our hands together and thought, now the cellar builds. Yeah. So I'll always have a sweet spot in my heart. And the entire idea, if you've ever read Josh Knoll's book, uh, The Barrel Aged Stout and Selling Out, the entire idea for this beer, the first large format barrel-aged stout, was hatched right downtown here in South Bend at LaSalle Kitchen Tavern upstairs. So It was a cigar dinner, right? Yeah, it was a cigar and uh, whiskey dinner. Oh, and with, it was Goose Island. It was um, the guys from Booker uh, No from, yeah, from, from Jack, and they just... Psh, 
Here are the barrels. Yep, here we go. And that's how the idea was hatched. So not only do I have a sweet spot for it because it's my first barrel aging stuff, but also it was, it's right here from South Bend. So, you know, respect on that name. Yeah, and that's some quality reading that can go with that beer. For uh, you know, the in the in the colder months where you're not outside as much, you want to curl up around the fire, have well, some beer, and, and it's a great book. And it's a great book because a lot of like so many craft beer books are the art of making it, how to make it. They're mm-hmm. they're basically science books. Yeah, and some of that, like I've got the art of brewing and a couple of other ones. They're just they're big, they're thick, and they read more like textbooks. And for a guy like me that has a lot of t- a lot of trouble just sitting down being quiet and reading, yeah, <laughs> the Barrel Age Stout book was great because it tells you the story of Goose Island and how this. How this whole uh, Anheuser-Busch InBev buying out these craft breweries, how this whole thing started. So that's a fascinating read, especially if you're new to the hobby. Zach, what are your beers for the week? So my beers this week, I'm going to throw in... Miller! We were talking... Cool. Cool. Uh If you've never really had a double IPA, but you want to get one that's pretty much on the shelf year-round, um, New Belgium's Imperial uh, Ranger... A Voodoo Ranger yes. is, a, is a good one to pick up. It, it's it's a good entry point for those double IPAs. And they also have the little variants every once in a while. Yeah. The, the Juicifer is pretty fantastic. Ooh, yeah. That is a good one. Mm-hmm. And um, and they do the, a couple of one-offs a couple of times a year. Um, so I would throw that one in. It's kind of got uh, a peach flavor to me. It's, uh, it's still very hoppy, but it's also got a nice malt uh, backbone to it. Um, and then the other one that I would throw in is because we're in the brown season, the Oktoberfest and stuff like that, I would throw Cigar City's Maduro. Fantastic brown ale. Chocolatey. It kind of has the notes of caramel and uh, and coffee in there as well. And it's only been available here for, what, a year and change maybe? Yeah. Is when yeah, uh, Cigar City came to Indiana? Border. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we got it. Now we do. It is fun as the show progresses how our drinking has changed where it is very much seasonal. Mm-hmm. We kind of have the beers and the uh, beverages that we have um, four months, three months out of the year. It's like a quarter, it'll change every single time. Um, by by January, we're not even drinking the same stuff that we're drinking right now. Yeah. And Unless you hold on to it. Which, yeah. And our it's funny, our, our beer buying is very much dictated by the calendar. We've got the Goose Island Bourbon County Stout season coming up. Following that, then we've got Hop Slammer on the corner. Then before you know it, it's KBS time. And... We're all the way back around. Then it's Dark Lord. Next thing you know, it's shorts weather all over. Uh, anything in particular you're looking forward to drinking this fall that maybe you would not have immediately reached for uh, back in the summer? Because, you know, th- like we just said, the summertime palette, very different than the uh, than the fall. Well, I was going to say, um, you know, those the, the sampler packs. Yeah. I get big into those no matter the season. I really like that some of the bigger uh, breweries do some stuff like that where it's like, hey, here's four different beers that we're offering for this season. Yeah. Because um, it kind of ushers you into a, a new um, season like the, the Sam Adams sampler pack from the, the fall pack includes um, it includes Torpedo, which or sorry, I'm thinking of Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada's includes Torpedo, yeah. and they also have this Vienna Lager that's in there, um, and then their Oktoberfest and uh, a Tumbler, which is like kind of their autumn ale. A really fun, and uh, you know, it's it's I'm not going to say some secret hot spot, but a place I've had great luck finding sampler packs that maybe aren't worth the shelf space in some of the smaller bottle shops is Costco. I was oh, there, yeah. I, I was there on Friday, man, and I was like looking down the beer aisle, thinking, "Damn, look at all this," but it might not be worth uh, like city limits. Or city, yeah, it's city limit. God rest that bar soul. Uh, citywide downtown, it's not going to be worth their shelf space to put a, an entire pallet of uh, Sam Adams samplers or or something funky from maybe Sierra Nevada. But 
you go into Costco, that's that's a fun place, and you're right, man. You'll inevitably get three or four beers that you haven't seen or haven't tried, or maybe wouldn't buy an entire six pack of. And speaking of Costco and sampler packs, yes. Did you see the uh, Thrillist had an article earlier this week? It was their beer advent calendar that's filled with 16 ounce cans of German beers. So you get available at Costco. Available at Costco. It's a big box. You get twenty four of them, obviously, because you know you count down until Christmas. And they've got. uh, I'm gonna have to be one of those guys that calls and be like, "Can you tell me if you have something in stock before I drive all the way up to Granger?" I'm planning on going this. I got money for a hot dog and a soda, but I would really like to walk out of there. After the show, I'm going to take my kids. We're going to go go to Costco. That's why I actually ran into you, uh, what, a couple of weeks ago after the show. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I were like, is that Zach Miller? It is. And the kids? Yeah, it's great. It's a great place to go on uh, Sundays. It gets a little packed. But uh, yeah, it, it clocks in at uh, 60 bucks. That's actually not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, what's the other place that does the advent calendar that's much more expensive than that? Uh, Greenbush. Yeah. Which they're coming into town pretty soon here. Um, but they always do their, their advent calendar. You have to... Reserve your spot online, and then you go pick it up. Actually, when it's released from their uh, their annex over there in uh, Sawyer, Michigan. I'm very excited. I'm sure we'll hear more about that uh, in news and notes oh, as we get yeah. a little bit closer to the end of the All show. Right. Okay, uh, we're here at uh, the end of the program the the final installment of. Uh, Think of this not as an ending, but as a beginning to the drinking week ahead. Well, yeah, yeah, we get you excited about what's coming up and what we have to look forward to, and also this is what's like coming the public, out. This is like the public service part of the show it really is I'll, I'll let you know where we can be drinking in the uh the next couple of weeks and actually next week on the show we're going to have the guys from michiana festival of beers uh on talking the that fest with us it which is super cool because if you think about it um it's october 19th it's a saturday uh 2 to 6 p.m gets you in for the vip 3 to 6 is the general admission and it's notre dame free saturday so we don't have a football game. It's another bye week in the season. Um, and so you can, I mean, what else are you going to do? It's so funny to me that the uh, when you're you're planning events in this in this area for the fall, like everybody rushes for those one free weekend. Like, <laughs> it's the one weekend we have without football this month. 16,000 items of yeah. things to do. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's one of them. Um, it goes to a great cause. There's a couple of different charities associated with it. So um, it's the same guys that bring you Mayfest at Cam Island. They pushed back the event this year. It's local um, craft beers, uh, local food, and it's an outdoor event at uh, Four Winds Field. A Perfect. Week from actually, it's a week from this coming Saturday. So two weeks away. So two weeks away. Mm. Count it down. Yep. Um, then also, I don't know if you saw on the Facebook or if you were you know cruising downtown. I, I saw them on the soft opening. The garage, uh, which is the new arcade and bar, just opened this yeah, past Friday. Down, yep, right downtown. Find them on Colfax. They it looks pretty cool. They've got the outdoor uh, seating, so they've got like benches and stuff, and and you can be drinking out outdoors. I mean, uh, assuming that the weather's okay. But then inside, it's all the video games. It's like the classics that we grew up with. I can't wait to play. I can't wait to remember how badly I was, how badly I sucked at all those. <laughs> uh, it's funny that whole neighborhood from from there all the way down to the lobber, like that's really becoming a great place to just park your car and just you know hop around and check out all the different venues down there. It's cool. It's hip. East side of South Bend is now becoming like they've got the Howard Park renovations and stuff. There's yeah. going to be a, a kind of a bar tavern in there. For, for families. Mm. Believe me, I've done my research. <laughs> um, if you're thinking about opening a venue in this city, the first thing Zach wants to know, not what all you have. Is it kid-friendly? Is it kid-friendly? Can my wife and I come and bring the kids? <laughs> um, and then the last but not least, America's oldest brewery. 
Yingling. Just announced that they're coming out with a new porter. They've teamed up with probably America's oldest chocolate bar. Hershey's. Yeah, a chocolate porter. I um, saw this on Facebook, and this this could be a home run. It sounds pretty great. It And it looks pretty great, too. Just the pictures that they've shown in promotional items. And I bet it's the price point's going to be great. So we can look forward to that in the coming months as well for these these cooler drinking evenings. As we wait and kill time before the Greenbush Annex opens up here down in South Bend on the yeah. south side. Oh, man. Inside of Martins. We should just, we should get those scooters, you know, because you and I live like pretty close to each other. We should just get those lime scooters and just scooter on down to the, the Greenbush. I'm, I'm close enough. I don't even need a lime scooter. You I, just can, walk. I can walk there in 15 minutes. That's right in your backyard. Yeah, then we can climb the fence to Erskine and go run a golf course. <laughs> mm, right. Sounds like a wonderful way to spend a day. Just two dudes running around half cocked on a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you once again for joining us. Is that is that everything? You got it all? That's that's everything. This has been a uh, another another treat for us. We hope it was a treat for you. We'll see you back here next week with the guys from the Michigan Festival of Beers. This is music to my beers, and uh, this is Twisted Sister. Oh, I know, I know yes. we just had some House of Hair, but you can never get too much TS. <sighs> Cheers! Cheers! Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.